everyone and welcome to another episode of the plus cast i am your host taylor very excited to have the amazing riff alicious natalie weiss with me here today how are you doing today natalie riff alicious love that you know that's a loaded question i'm not doing so great but we don't need to get into the details of that so i'm gonna give the um i'm doing great So we've got a couple of questions to ask you today. And then if we've got time, we'll get into a little quick fire question round. Yes. So my first question is, could you talk us through your new course, Breaking Down the Rifts? How did it come about um, and what can people expect from it? So this is called the Guide to Breaking Down the Rifts. And basically um, the web series that I created about nine years ago that I started on the road of Les Mis, sort of out of a passion project, kind of turned into this big brand by accident. Um, And I finally kind of put all the ideas that I developed in person classes, developed at in person classes, and throughout listening to all the songs that have come out throughout the years and just collected like a library and like, put it into comprehensive modules. Um, So I just ran a Black Friday sale. Um, Basically, like I had a really big launch in May and June, and it was really successful and then kind of took a break. And then I run a flash sale. So maybe every few months I'll run a little sale. Um, and it's just like helping pop technique because it's so um, prevalent in the market now. And so it just kind of simplifies and makes it less scary. Who would you say it's aimed towards? Who who uh, would use it? Okay, so basically my dumb answer is anyone, but my main audiences would be like teachers that are like, what do I tell my students when they bring in pop songs? musical theater performers who are like, I could never sing a pop song in an audition. That's a really big audience. And then like hobbyists that are like, I love to sing in my shower and I love all these artists and I could never do that. And I'm like, no, you can, you know? Yeah. And I guess people who also were obsessed with your videos as well. And whoever wants to laugh, honestly, it's just one of my feedback. um, One of the feedback things is like, it's so funny and people learn through humor the best. So that's what I try to. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to know, you know, your uh, oops videos, how did they, <laughs> how did they come about? Um, and which one is your favorite? Okay. So I have to say that I definitely like half stole it from Jason Michael Snow. Don't even know if you know who that is. And he might've taken it from somebody else, but I kind of took it to the next level. Um, one of my favorites is I'm not that girl. Cause it's not high. And I oops for no reason. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm not that girl. Like it's not even a hard note, um, but you know, I just was having nonsense when I'm like, oh, that's a good oops thing. When it's a really, a note everyone's like really scared of. And then you just like on purpose oops, you know, <laughs> just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. What is the first Broadway musical that you saw when everything reopened? I'm, I can't, I have short term memory loss, so I can't really remember. I did see a few in a week. The first show I saw was Regina Comet off Broadway. Mm-hmm. The first show I saw, I think, was six. Oh, really? Recently. Yeah. And then I saw Thoughts of a Colored Man in Little Shop recently. But I think, no, Jagged, no. <laughs> Maybe, I don't remember. Because I saw another one with my parents. Wait. To Kill a Mockingbird. So I had seen, like, a couple. But I don't remember the first one. What did you think of six? Oh, my God. I was in the front row living my best life. I mean, honestly, like it's, it was so crazy. Cause like, obviously I know the show, yeah. but not like, I know the music. I just really, you know, yeah. um, 
And with every, like a lot of students are like, I have a final callback tomorrow for the ship, for the tour, for the, you know? So I've been hearing the song so much. Um, and just like living for the, first of all, I'm living for the sparkle in-ears. Yeah. Like the fact that they have those on a Broadway stage is like, I mean, I was talking, excuse me, to Mallory, one of the alternates, because I saw her go on and she was like, they're a game changer. So that's amazing. And the harmonies are so tight. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I, I never, I mean, I obviously knew Heart of Stone like first, but those bops, those first two numbers, they just get you. A lot of the people I've spoken to that are in it have said that the in-ears are just amazing and they don't know how they're going I'm to do it. I'm jealous, <laughs> literally, right? What was your audition like for the Emoji Musical, thinking back a bit now? Um, well, not to be all, but I didn't audition for it. <laughs> um, I was in LA actually doing like a little solo tour in 2019 and I got an email out of nowhere saying, we want to offer you construction worker for this musical. I knew nothing about it. And I sort of was like, oh, okay. And I like really had to think about it because so much of my career has sort of like shifted into teaching more. And like, in terms of, you know, when you're looking at financially, you have to choose. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this. I've never had a New York lead credit. Like this is huge. So, you know, I really, really wanted to be in a show in Times Square, you know, that has a lot of buzz and had a lot big cult following, which I didn't know um, that it was going to. Um, and then funny enough, I don't know if you know this, but the week before the shutdown, we were singing a song called Virus in the show. There's a song that's like virus. And it was the day that like Tom Hanks got COVID. So it's like March 12th. And um, then we had to leave the theater, but like that was the last thing. It was a virus singing where there's a virus. So that's so creepy. Mm -hmm. Did you um, did you originate that role? Were you the were you like no? Great? I mean, I I originated it off Broadway, um, and the cast album. But um, at the I think at Nymph, Megan Kane originated it, um, and actually she saved the show when I had a vocal injury in the middle of it, and there was no understudy, so they had to call her, and she had to like learn the show in a day. So oh, <laughs> so it's cool that I'm on the cast album, but she started the yeah. show like two years ago so we we like to kind of delve into issues that aren't widely talked about in the industry and community um would you be able to share a bit about your vocal injury and like the recovery and treatment and stuff because I, I think it's a massive stigma you know in our industry if your voice gets injured you push through it you have to do it whereas if your muscle gets injured you rest it for eight weeks like it's the same thing it's a muscle yeah well, funny enough, um, that's what I'm dealing with again right now. Um, so I'm probably going to eventually post a video about it. So it's fine if I'm talking about it. Um, I've actually had three more since then. Um, and all of them have not been from singing. Like I literally choked on an omelet a week and a half ago and had a vocal hemorrhage. This is my life. <laughs> so I guess this is good to talk about because of the stigma of like, vocal yeah. technique um literally inhaled the wrong way had a coughing fit lost my voice and had a hemorrhage so like you know um now treatment is being discussed um apparently recurrent hemorrhage it's, it's bound to happen again so i'm in the process of consulting many doctors 
Um, but apparently it's very, you know, very normal. I actually talked to another singer who like just posted, he's like, nobody talks about this. I just had surgery for my polyp. I've never been better. Um, so yes, it is just like you twist your ankle and you know, I just think it's funny that like, I wasn't in the middle of my 11 o'clock number and hemorrhaged. I was at Saturday brunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like, it's a little front. And then it, actually a year ago, I choked on spicy food and then the same thing happened. So that shouldn't happen. Like, yeah. you can't just have a coughing, you know, so. That is frustrating. Especially Very frustrating, especially after like belting for 18 songs and being fine <laughs> and then inhaling the wrong way, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, it makes no sense, but it, it's definitely good to kind of discuss because I think, you know, people don't really, I mean, I wouldn't have even known that you could hemorrhage from choking on an omelette. Like. I wouldn't either. Well, last summer I did, but truly, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's like this. It's like the, you know. It, it gives me shudders. I just like. Shudders. Yes, it gives me shudders. shudders. <laughs> I just think like if people have COVID and, you know, if you have a really bad cough, like the damage that it can do to your throat. I know. And every time I, I try to, that's my number one advice to, I actually, before any hemorrhage, I had complete laryngitis in 2013. I had to cancel my 54 below show. It was like traumatizing to me because I couldn't even answer the door for my doorman to say the foods. I was like, yeah. like I had nothing. And um, it's because my sickness, the coughing caused bacterial laryngitis. So I think my first advice for if you are sick, try to control the cough with, I mean, I don't know how everyone feels about cough suppressants, but I'm like a huge pop that cough suppressant because it's like, that's the number one. So on a lighter note, what do you think is the hardest riff that you have ever encountered? The hardest riff is probably the... I haven't done an episode in a very long time just because like nothing is long form anymore. Everything is short form. So everything is TikTok, you know, the Avery Wilson riff. I still haven't quite figured out. I'm loose to win. I never really do it right on the show. And even like Tori Kelly, PYT, I never really get a good take of it. And I mean, 2013 maybe that's when I had my old brows and my bob we won't go there again what are your top tips without giving anything away from your course just quick fire <laughs> quick fire not giving anything away um first of all slow it down in your brain put a movement to every pitch and <laughs> break it down <laughs> what is your MT training and background like um, in high school, I went to a performing arts high school half a day. So I studied acting, some private voice, some dance. Um, college, I went to Penn State. You know, vocally had to really learn classical also. Um, musical theater techniques, learning how to mix. Nobody knew what mixing was until 2003. Um, really, that's when I went to college and it was like not even a term. Um, and just blending the voices and really figuring it out. In terms of pop vocals, that's all like, you know, imitating growing up and then coming up with a system of, you know, what does it mean and making up my kind of language that made sense to me to, to communicate to other singers. And I'm really big on visual teaching and like relatable, non-fancy language, just like get to the problem. And then be like, 
you know, bam, fix it. Have you got any funny audition stories that you can share with us? One that comes to mind is when, when you kind of like follow the rule of like, just say yes and then deal with it later. Cause you never want to be like hard to work with. So somebody was like, great. That was great. Do you have anything else? And I was like looking through my book and they're like, do you have any evil songs? And I was like, uh-huh. And I was like, let me check my evil part of the binder. Like, no, of course I don't. <laughs> so I went, mm-hmm, this'll do. And I just did the music that makes me dance from funny girl evil. <laughs> but like, seriously, let me check my evil folder. Let me just, just oh, don't yeah. say no. <laughs> just yeah. say, mm-hmm. And you're like, I know he's around. <laughs> what is your favorite part of teaching? Because I know obviously you said that you've kind of shifted more into that now. My favorite part is having somebody make a new sound for the first time in their entire lives, even if it happens in 10 minutes and they've been like trying and trying and they said they can't for like 25 years. And then in 10 minutes, I helped be a part of that is so invigorating. Yeah. Buzz I'm buzzing. Can you say that? I'm just buzzing. I'm buzzing. 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 <laughs> Where is your favorite place that you've ever visited in the world? That's really hard, but I probably have to say Edinburgh. Oh, really? I love it so much. It's just the most beautiful place ever. Um, I obviously love London. Um, just Ed I just always come back to Edinburgh. And I just have to say it like that. What do you like up there? There's a castle. Is there? The Edinburgh Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Is there? I'm not as I'm not as Scottish as you, clearly. Wow, you gotta go and you gotta have fried Mars bars, banoffee pie. You gotta have haggis. Ooh. Nope, don't say that. It's not gross. I feel like it's it's one of those things that sounds gross, but then you have it and you're like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. What was your first job in musical theater and what did you learn from that job? Um, my first professional job was in the summer of 2006, my junior year of college, when all of the musical theater kids drove to the Pittsburgh CLO in the Muni and they all auditioned and I got the summer season. And, you know, the reason I got the summer season is because I went as a singer and the callback was to dance and I'm a tapper. So they had 42nd Street that summer. Um, I did Beauty and, the, Beauty and the Beast. So Beauty and the Beast, Grease, 42nd Street. I did the whole summer. The next summer I re-auditioned and I did Oklahoma, White Christmas and Cats. And my hips were broken. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was 15 years ago. Yeah, so I didn't have any ec professional equity points. It was yeah. like one of those, like you get your card, kind of like if you have a Broadway show, you just get your equity card. Um, and that was that was Pittsburgh. Have you got any funny onstage mishaps that you have encountered in your musical theater? Um, I know everyone has them like pulled up out of nowhere, but oh, okay. Um, what my first summer working at Pittsburgh CLO, I was watching. I was a creamer, like literally the creamer, like a huge thing, and I was on stage for seven minutes total. Like that was the stage time, and I had to wear a white onesie with a huge creamer on top. But backstage, I was watching. I was like, oh, what a lovely song. I'm going to watch Belle sing this song on the monitor. And I was sitting in my like gray hoodie because I was cold. And I ended up going on stage with my gray hoodie under my creamer costume. And I was marching to be our guest, be our guest. And everyone was looking at me weird. And I had like gone on stage with the gray hoodie. And I thought I was getting fired. But I didn't. 
that's it. <laughs> what is your um, like favorite song to listen to when you need some motivation or some comfort? Ooh, okay. Hands down, the Megan Trainer album that has "Let Me Do," did, and I just woke up and I feel some type of way in the shower. Just if I'm feeling down, that is such a good, either like you're on the street motivated. That's my go-to play, play, play. Yeah. Yeah. What snack got you through quarantine? As if we aren't still doing it. But. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I definitely like in the beginning of quarantine gained all of my weight plus some more and then I lost 30 pounds. So we're going to talk about the binging part of <laughs> not whole 30 quarantine. Um, I was eating at the beginning of quarantine as if I needed to eat my childhood favorites. Like I would have peanut butter and jelly and grilled cheese all the time and Oreos and like cinnamon toast crunch, you know? Um, so I would say, and like insomnia cookies, cause we have that here. I don't know if you guys have that. What would you say to anyone that wants to um, make their way into the industry nowadays? Obviously um, it's changing every day and changing rapidly, but what is your advice? Well, yeah, it's totally changing and it's a really hard industry to go in and it's harder than ever. There's no jobs for anyone. Um, definitely, if you're going to school for it, don't choose the one that's going to have you in debt the rest of your life. Choose the one that like you can get a well-rounded education. Um, train with as many people as you want, get different opinions. Um, say yes to everything in the beginning and then you can decide when you want to say to not say yes to everything. Um, and make sure you have a supportive community. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll round this off by doing some quick fire questions. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got seven for you. They're not deep. Don't worry. It's all good. They're not deep. Okay. So let's get started. So we've got Beyonce or Britney? Beyonce. Summer or winter? Summer. Night or day? Day. Pop music or musical theater? Pop. I always feel like I always feel like I'm like offending the other choice. Tap or jazz? Tap. East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. Contemporary or Golden Age musical? Contemporary. Sorry. Broadway or Off Broadway? Broadway. I've seen some of the best plays I've ever seen off Broadway. So yeah, it all has to start somewhere. Mm hmm. Have you got anything else you would like to say to the people before we finish up? Um, I hate that it gets dark at 4.30. Well, it gets dark at like five. I really hate it. I think it was dark at like three here today. It was horrible. Cause I was walking back from my singing lesson and I was like, why is it dark? It feels like late. And then I'm like, I haven't got any time left to do anything. It's awful. I hate it. Guys, make sure you go and check out Natalie's website, Natalie's course. I will leave all the details in the description. She is amazing. Thank you so much, Natalie, for being here with me for a bit. Thank you for having me. So lovely. I hope you get better soon. Uh, me too. I, <laughs> and I hope to see you in London soon. Come and do a nice concert. I'll be front row. Mm -hmm. I miss it. I can't wait. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.